Welcome back to Devotional Thoughts with Pastor Dave Rogers here from the Y Milbank Podcast Studio in Milbank, South Dakota. I'm Craig Weinberg. Uh, Pastor Dave, welcome back in. Um, I think we actually have turned a corner into real spring now. It's starting to feel that <laughs> it way. It does feel and, like it. And it looks like it, too. <laughs> yes. <laughs> the last couple of weeks, it's been sketchy, but uh, it's good. It so, is. It's good to see you again. Well, it's good to be seen. It's good to be with you again, Craig. I look forward to our time each week and uh, hope that this will be a profitable time for all. Now, this week, you're uh, meddling in a little bit, aren't you? Yeah, yeah. It's a time that uh, folks either uh, take their uh, steel toe boots off and uh, expose their toes uh, or else pull them up on the seat and uh, protect them because we're going to be addressing uh, the issue of pride. Ooh. Uh, <laughs> Yikes. And that, that gets uncomfortable yeah, for all of us because uh, the fact of the matter is every single one of us struggle with mm-hmm. with the issues of pride. And I believe that's why James uh, includes this little section in in the epistle that he wrote to the church. Uh, chapter 4 uh, exposes us to some powerful truths. And, and here's the beauty uh, of the scripture, at least for me it mm-hmm. is, Craig. Uh, it's as applicable today to the lives that we live as it was for the people who were the original recipients of this epistle. The Holy Spirit has the ability, has the power to take that timeless truth and and lead us into it. And in the process of leading in, leading us mm-hmm. into it, uh, enrich our, our faith, enrich our lives as he applies those truths to the circumstances that we find ourselves in today. Mm. Uh, we have talked about this uh, over the course of the last uh, nine weeks. Uh, you know, these are really unprecedented times. Yeah, uh, we're we're finding our way through some some stuff that is uh, so unusual. Nevertheless, the Word of God is mm-hmm. applicable. It's timeless, and I think if we apply these truths and if we listen to the voice of the Holy Spirit as he impresses these truths upon us that uh, our lives are are going to be much better. What I'd like to do is uh, look at James chapter 4, and uh, I've taken one paragraph, and I've divided it into uh, two sections as we look at it today. Uh, We'll deal with part of the paragraph, uh, verses 1 through 4 today, and then next week we'll we'll pick it up and... uh, go down uh, a little further, beginning with verse 5. But let's just look at James 4, 1 through 4 today. I would invite the listeners to follow along uh, in their own Bibles, if they would. I'm reading out of the New American Standard Bible. But uh, listen to what James says. He begins with a, a, a question. He says, what is the source of quarrels and conflicts among you? Is not the source your pleasures that wage war in your members? You lust and do not have, so you commit murder. You are envious and cannot obtain, so you fight and quarrel. You do not have because you do not ask. You ask and do not receive because you ask with wrong motives, so that you may spend it on your pleasures. You adulteresses, 
Do you not know that friendship with the world is hostility toward God? Therefore, whoever wishes to be a friend of the world makes himself an enemy of God. That's pretty harsh. <laughs> yep. You know, uh, James is getting down to the crux of the matter now. And and uh, as I read this passage, it seems to me that uh, uh, he is exposing to us mm-hmm the impact of pride. Now, we can look at this uh, personally, or or we can expand this passage of Scripture and and take a global view, but the fact is we cannot deny the negative impact of pride. Mm -hmm. I would uh, just invite the listeners to look at the question that James asks in verse 1. What is the source of quarrels and conflict in your life or in our lives? You know, I wrestled with that question uh, as I was reading this this passage uh, some time ago. And an honest assessment, uh, at least in my heart, mm-hmm. came down to the matter of pride. The proud always want their way. They always want to be right. And in fact, let's personalize that. When we think (laughs) that we are right, we're not quick to abandon our position uh, because in so doing, we allow others to have the high ground of being right. Mm. Uh, For every listener out there who's married, uh, you understand the dynamic of uh, give and take in the relationship and uh, who's right and who's wrong. And uh, sometimes we dig our heels in and we're not coming down off of that hill for anything because uh, we don't want to give up the high ground, so to speak. Does it also kind of poke at us and have us have to acknowledge that maybe the way I've been thinking has been wrong the whole time? Yeah. But for me to admit that, well, no, I I can't admit that. I couldn't have been wrong this long. No, because we we associate being wrong with weakness. Mm. And and so our pride definitely gets in the way. Uh I, I mean, I was thinking of this just the other day as I was uh as I was driving down the road and reflecting on this passage of scripture. You know, one of the things my my wife chides me about all of the time is uh, my hesitancy to stop and ask direction. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, I, I have a keen sense of direction, and and I tell her that uh, I've been blessed. I have kind of an internal map in my head. I, I normally know where I'm at all the time. Uh, to stop and ask direction, while it would save an emor- enormous amount of time, uh, in my estimation, would require me to give up my man card. Mm. Uh, because men just don't ask for directions. We have that innate direction within us. Uh, That's kind of a stupid position to take. <laughs> it, it, really, it really is a stupid position to take. Now, it served me well. I can honestly say that I've only been lost once in my life, and uh, I'm going to be 69 here in just a couple of weeks. And so (laughs) I think that's a a remarkable thing. Uh, And when I thought I was lost, I was just one block away from where I needed to be. But I did finally stop and ask a man for directions. 
And uh, he said, yeah, you're close. It's one <laughs> nice. block over. You know, and, oh, I was mortified that I had finally succumbed. I had come down off the high ground of the Temple of Rightness and uh, had uh, yielded to her. And, of course, uh, she has lovingly reminded me of that over the years. But, but here's just another uh, example of this. How many men right. refuse to read directions on how to assemble a toy mm. uh, or a piece of furniture? Mm-hmm. Uh, we want to be right. Okay, why does this appear to be a gender? The two examples are uh, gender things because I'm drawing from my own experience. No, but I, I think it is that, isn't it? I mean, there's a lot of anecdotal evidence, shall we say, that would imply that men tend to not want to ask for help and women tend to have no problem asking for help. They are quicker to ask for help. You're right. Uh, and, and that's true. But they are just as susceptible to pride. Oh, absolutely. As, <laughs> right. as the man is. And, yeah. and so uh, that's what I wanted to make sure that we were, were staying on focus yes. with uh, the, the issue of pride. Um, the fact of the matter is when we admit mm-hmm. that we're wrong, uh, it leads us to embarrassment that we, we didn't know the mm-hmm. truth. Um, I don't like being shown that I was wrong. You know, <laughs> again, that's, that's eroding away, mm-hmm. uh, a part of my, my pride. Right. Uh, I don't want to admit that I was misinformed or that I didn't hear properly or correctly. Um, just, just the other day at church, in fact, uh, I, I had a moment where I, I thought, okay, that was so silly. Uh, we were setting up the tables, uh, uh, following the funeral that mm-hmm. we had at the church and, uh, they were round tables and I was uh, assisting with that. I jumped in the closet and the tables were all leaning to the left. Mm-hmm. But for some reason, in my mind, I thought, well, the ones to the left are closest to the door, so let's start rolling them out from there. Well, I am trying to move these, uh, what are they, six-foot round tables, mm-hmm. uh, and there are about uh, 10, 12 of them leaning to the left, and I am trying to muscle them to the right and pull them out. And uh, I'm wrestling with them. I'm rolling them over my toes. And I'm thinking, Matt, this is so silly. Who put these in here in such a convoluted fashion? And uh, another gentleman stepped in the closet there and says, hey, let's roll them from this side over here. And he started rolling them out from the right side because they didn't have the weight of the other tables leaning on them. And I'm thinking... What was I thinking? You know, I was so focused on mm-hmm. doing it my way mm-hmm. that uh, it didn't even occur to me there's probably not as much resistance coming from mm-hmm. the other side. And so uh, we we get frustrated with our own efforts, but we don't want anybody to show us no. that our effort mm-hmm. is not the right way. Uh You know, the fact of the matter is we are conditioned, I think, by society uh, to be independent. Mm -hmm. We are conditioned to uh, think of ourselves as winners. And the concept of not 
doing it correctly or losing, mm-hmm. if you if you please, uh, just is is frustrating to us. And so as a result, the prideful person tends to become quarrelsome, tends to pick a fight rather than admitting they're wrong, mm. rather than acknowledging that they may have been misinformed, or rather than acknowledging that they actually lost the contest. <laughs> uh, now, one of the things I enjoy doing, uh, Craig, and this I'm not sure what this says about my personality, <laughs> but I love looking at YouTube videos. And uh, I, as I was preparing this podcast, I, I thought, uh, let's, let's just look at some videotapes of sore losers. And so oh, I, no. I, I typed in the phrase <laughs> sore losers. And it was remarkable to see athletes that uh, on the field of uh, in athletic endeavor had had uh, lost the fight. Uh, uh, some of them, you know, were MMA fighters mm-hmm. and they had been knocked out. And <laughs> I didn't lose that fight, <laughs> right. you know. The referee interfered with <laughs> yeah. it. You know, the fact that I'm laid out unconscious on the floor has no bearing Nothing on the outcome nope. of that. Right. And uh, in my mind, I'm still undefeated. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, uh, listening to them uh, in their prideful assessment of, of what had happened, they refused right. to see the truth, and that's what leads then to further quarrels Mm -hmm. and uh, a a lot of unfortunate circumstances. Now, as I look at this, what James is saying in these few verses here, I remembered the story of Cain and Abel. Mm -hmm. And if you want to see the example of what pride does, how it leads to uh, the fruit that James is clearly talking about here, and let's let's go back and and see what he is. What is the source of quarrels and conflict? Is not the source your pleasure mm. that wages war? You lust and don't have, so you commit murder. You're envious and cannot obtain, so you fight and quarrel. You do not have because you do not ask. Mm. Let's look at uh, Genesis chapter four. Because it it beautifully illustrates the principles outlined in verses uh, 2 and 3 of James 4. I'm reading uh, Genesis 4, verses 3 through 8 out of the New Living Translation. It says, The day came when Cain brought a gift of the fruit of the ground to the Lord. But Abel brought a gift of the firstborn of his flocks and of the fat parts. The Lord showed favor to Abel and his gift, but he had no respect for Cain and his gift. So Cain became very angry, and his face became sad. Then the Lord said to Cain, Why are you angry, and why are you looking down? Will not your face be happy if you do well? If you do not do well, sin is waiting to destroy you. Its desire is to rule over you, but you must rule over it. Cain told this to his brother Abel, and when they were in the field, Cain stood up against his brother Abel and killed him. You know, when we look at that, uh, I've I've often wondered why was Cain's offering Hmm. unacceptable? God established 
the principle of the offering when he provided the coverings yeah. for Adam and Eve. And uh, he, he took the life of animals and made the covering or the atonement for them. Cain brought the produce of the ground. It was the fruit of his labor. And he was proud of what he had accomplished. Uh, you know, I had an experience years ago, and, and I know that the gentleman said it tongue-in-cheek. Uh, he was a, a well-respected uh, elderly gentleman in my first congregation. Uh, he was a farmer, and uh, he had a, a beautiful garden. And uh, he brought in uh, some beautiful muskmelons. Uh, my wife loves muskmelons or cantaloupes. Ah. And uh, uh, he brought them in. And uh, my mother-in-law happened to be visiting. And she said to him, my, your garden has produced very well. And he looked at her and he said with a wry look on his face and a little bit of a smile, he says, well, you should have seen it when God had it by himself. (laughs) (laughs) He was pretty proud of what he had raised in his garden, you know, and and he he said that. And I knew he was joking. (laughs) But it occurred to me that that was the attitude that Cain Mm -hmm. actually had. Look at what I've done. He was proud of his produce. Abel brought an offering from the flock Mm. and the fat of the offering. Mm -hmm. He he offered a living sacrifice, if you please, and God accepted it while rejecting Cain's. And what did Cain do? His pride had been uh, assaulted. He rose up and he killed his brother. The question is why? It seems like an overreaction. However, his pride, his need for acceptance, his need for validation and approval fueled a murderous rage that resulted in his brother's death. Mm. That's tragic. Yeah. But that's what James is saying here. What is the source of the quarrels? Uh, what is the source of the conflicts among us? when we are disrespected, when we are rejected, uh, when we don't get our way, our pride gets in the way. James goes on to expose the impact of pride even in our prayer life. Uh, And I, I just want to illustrate this point here. James says, you do not have because you don't ask. Why don't you ask? I've got this. I can handle it myself. You know, yeah. God's got bigger fish to fry, so <laughs> so uh, you just hang hang mm-hmm. back, Heavenly Father. Uh, I'm I'm man enough right. for the task, or I'm up to the task here. And so, because of the pride in our life, oftentimes we fail to even ask God for help. Ask him for direction, ask him for provision, ask him for healing. We're going to muddle our way through. And too often we fail to receive from the Lord mm-hmm. because we simply failed to ask him. You have not because you didn't ask. 
Additionally, James goes on to state that, and I know this is hard to accept, but we may ask with wrong motives. Mm. You and I have talked earlier in, in one of the earlier podcasts. Uh, uh, I remember that the uh, the combined Powerball and Mega Million oh, yeah. uh, jackpot was pushing $1.5 billion. Mm-hmm. And, and uh, oh, people were praying. Uh, right. <laughs> oh, Lord, just let me win. Let right. me win that lottery, uh, let that Powerball, you know, uh, fall in, in the right place here on, <laughs> on my number sheet. And mm-hmm. and I promise, Lord, that uh, I'm going to give away most of it to help the poor. Uh, I'm just going to keep enough of it to destroy my life. <laughs> right. Uh, <laughs> right. That's so, what they say. <laughs> so... so what we find is that uh, we ask with the wrong motives, mm-hmm. and uh, the the wrong motives are really selfish motives. Uh, you know, it occurs to me, Craig, that selfish selfish pleasure is crouching at the door mm-hmm. of our heart, even as pride was at the heart of Cain. Yeah, uh, it's crouching at the door of our heart craving validation and craving expression. But God loves us too much Mm -hmm. to just give us everything that we ask for. He's a loving father who cares for his children. You know, as as a father, there were times when my kids were were disappointed because I didn't give them what they wanted. Right. Because I knew that they couldn't handle (laughs) what they were asking for. Uh, and, And that's... You know, the Heavenly Father knows us so well. He knows our weaknesses. Uh, the psalmist says he remembers our frame, that we are dust. Mm. And and so with that in mind, uh, there are times when his answer to us is a, a very firm but loving, no way. <laughs> and so uh, sometimes pride gets in the way of what we ask. You know, several years ago, I... I experienced something that was a powerful lesson uh, about the impact of pride in in my own life. Uh, I have spent my life in in service to others, uh, and and I love helping people. Uh, It gives gives me a sense of purpose and uh, a sense of fulfilling the Mm -hmm. call. But I have a very difficult time accepting help. I want to be a helper, I don't you want, don't want to help. be helped. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, one of one of the things that I enjoy doing is riding bike, uh, and uh, you may see me out on the country roads every now and then, uh, taking a nice bike ride. But uh, in this particular lesson, I uh, at the time I lived in the Des Moines, Iowa area, and um, they have a, a beautiful uh, bike trail system there. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was riding on a very well-traveled bike trail when I had a, a flat tire. Uh, the bike that uh, I have has tubeless tires on it, and uh, what had happened is uh, the sealant uh, that uh, you use to run tubeless tires had had dried out, and uh, the bead came loose on on the uh, tire and I lost all of the air. Well, I always carry a tube uh, 
uh, with me on in my bike, uh, have a little pouch on under the seat, and it contains tube and tools for mm-hmm. handling bike emergencies like that. So uh, as I started working on my bike at the edge of this well-traveled trail, uh, and this is something beautiful about the bike community, I had multiple people stop and say, are you okay? Do you need any help? And again, I, I have a difficult time accepting help. And so to each of them, I said, no, I've no, got good. this. I'm good. Uh, and so I declined each of their offers thinking that I could easily handle mm. the situation. I mean, how'd that work out for you? Well, you know, it didn't work out very well. Uh even using my my tire tools, I could not get the rim or, or the tire mm-hmm. back on the rim. The bead was so tight. And for those who don't know what the bead is, uh, uh, the edge of the tire, uh, not the tread, but out at the edge of the, the black wall uh, or, or the side wall has a uh, wire. And uh, it only goes to the diameter uh, of the manufacturer, and I was happen, happening, or I happened to be running uh, 700 cc tires, uh, and uh, there was just no way I could get that over the rim. Uh, I labored on it for well over a half hour, mm. and again, people, are you okay, sir? Do you need help? <laughs> oh, I got this. No, go on. Pretty soon, my hands are so tired. My fingers are so sore. Mm-hmm. I've got what they call tire irons. They're pieces of plastic, hard plastic, that uh, have a, a little bevel on them, and, mm-hmm. and you can slip it under and then lever the bead over the rim. I could not, I could not get it to work. And I was laboring on it, and well over a half hour, I'm mm-hmm. exhausted. And one of the first guys that had asked if I needed help, and I had thanked him, and he had gone on the rest of his ride, he was returning the other way up the trail, and here I am at the same point. And he says, are you sure you don't need help? Craig, at that point in time, I had no more pride left. (laughs) You were okay with help then? (laughs) I said, I I would really, really appreciate your help. Uh, I accepted his kind offer, but... I have to admit that it took both of us Mm. levering on those tools to get that bead over the edge of the rim and uh, get the tire uh, aired up and uh, to get me back on the road again. And so James is saying to us, be alert Mm -hmm. to the danger of pride in your life. It will destroy you as it destroyed the life of Cain. You can look at Scripture time and time again, individuals who, because of pride, made horrible decisions. Mm -hmm. Uh, You only need look at the news on a daily basis to see (laughs) the impact of pride. And, And so James is alerting us to the damage that pride will do. I find that it's always important not only to point out a problem, but to provide a solution Mm -hmm. to it. And James does, and that's what we're going to be looking at in in next week's uh, podcast. I just want to say this. 
In verse 4, James says that friendship with the world is hostility to God. Mm. Remember, James had previously said that he resists the proud. Yeah. And so we need to be alert to that. Friendship with the world or the adoption of worldly values, mm. being prideful, and, and let's face it, the world conditions us to be uh, prideful. Uh, I competed in athletics uh, years ago, and, uh, you know, school spirit, uh, pride, uh, even nationalism, mm-hmm. and the, the pride of nationalism, uh, being proud of your job and, and the work that you do, uh, a job worth doing is worth doing well, and, and certainly that's true. But, but pride is instilled in us as a, an important value all along. Take pride in appearance. Mm-hmm. Uh, take pride in, in who you are and, and what have you. And there's nothing wrong with being respectful to yourself mm-hmm. and uh, having a measure of pride. It's when pride dominates us. And we all know people who have allowed pride to dominate themselves. That is hostility toward God. And James equates that hostility toward God as an adulterous relationship. What I'm saying is that when pride is the motive of our life, we find ourselves living in opposition to the Lord. In other words, James says it this way, Therefore, whoever wishes to be a friend of the world makes himself an enemy of God. Mm. That's harsh. That is harsh, yeah. Well, thanks a lot for staying with us for this episode of Devotional Thoughts with Pastor Dave Rogers. Thanks, Pastor Dave, for this week. Thank you, Craig. We will see you in the next one where you continue in through James chapter 4. The power of humility is coming up next week. Tell all your friends, stay safe and stay healthy. Have a great day. Thanks for listening. We'll see you on the next one.